The views expressed on the Big Gay Radio Show may not necessarily be the views of the Nathan B. Stubblefield Foundation or those of the staff or management of WMNF. Listener discretion is advised. It's time to celebrate love, life, and all things LGBTQIA+. It's the Big Gay Radio Show, only on 88.5 WMNF. Now live from the WMNF studios in Tampa, it's the Big Gay Radio Show. 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Good morning, everybody. I hope everybody's having a fantastic morning. It is Thursday, June 15th, and it is the Big Gay Radio Show. I hope my gaggle of co-hosts are having a fantastic day, <laughs> especially Miss Esme Russell, who's decided to, you know, be sick all this time. Oh, I got so sick. I can't even believe it. <laughs> I never got COVID. I didn't get it this time either, but I, oh, got, but I got a bug. I got some kind of bug. It got me good. And yeah, not even a fun kind of bug. Gee, weren't, weren't you with me when I was getting sick? I was. Oh, that's right. This is our special guest right here. Yes, yes we do have our special guest. Uh, first off, we also have Brian Hinkson, our beautiful co-host. Hey. And like I said, Miss Esme Russell. I'm back. I'm and back. we are also joined by... Honestly, one of my m- most excited guests. We've had a, we've tried having him on three times now, and we finally got him on. It is the St. Pete Pride, one of the St. Pete Pride Grand Marshals, Alex Quinto. Hey. Hi. Make sure you're a little bit closer to the mic. Is that better? Yes. yes. Yeah. There we go. Hey. Perfect. <laughs> How are you? I am wonderful. That's awesome. You are also a drag persona as well. I am Alice Marie Grapp. So how did that sort of come to be? Like, how did you become this drag persona? So I had Christmas break off of my day job, and I was speaking with my now drag dad, Mr. Grip, and he's like, yeah, let's do it. Let's let's give it a shot. Um, so we did we did it one time, and then... We posted it on social media and all my friends started seeing it. Then their friends started seeing it and they're like, Alex is doing drag now. We have to go see him. So then the next week, people wanted to see me again. So I did it again. And then it just it just took off from there. That's awesome. Nice. And she does a very good job. Yeah. I worked with her, I know. <laughs> Speaking of your day job, yes. you are a middle school guidance counselor by trade. Correct, yes, for Pinellas County Schools. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Um, Our alma mater. Where we met. We, where we met. For those who do not know, me and Alex go way, way, way back to middle school announcements. Yes. WSMS yeah. at Seminole Middle School. So um, we we have a little bit of history there. uh, But as we said, you are a middle school guidance counselor. You are also a Gleason Educator of the Year. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes. So I was awarded Educator of the Year with the Gay Lesbian Straight Education Network, um, a fantastic company that... Uh, reached out to me, um, and then I was nominated, went through the nomination uh, uh, process, um, and there was, I want to say, maybe 10 people. They never really gave me a full number. Um, Then it turns out I was a finalist, and then they let me know two days later that I had won, and it was actually awarded to me on my birthday in New York City, which was super fun, Um, and Cheryl Cheryl Lee Ralph actually... um, 
introduced me for my award and sang me happy birthday personally. Um, So that just gave me all the feels. I was so excited for that. Um, But getting Educator of the Year um, was a phenomenal experience, Um, not only for me, but for the faculty that I work with and the students that I get to support. Absolutely. Uh, so that was when you were a, a teacher, or was that when you were also a middle school counselor? As a school counselor, yeah. I was also a counselor. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Awesome. Um, so, Miss Esme, I have a question for you. It's about the topic that we were discussing in our text messages. <sighs> so, <laughs> everybody says, <laughs> okay. So, Miss Esme. Well, why don't you set it up? Oh, uh, okay. I was going to let you you set it up because you're the storyteller, but <laughs> there was this very stunning young lady, young trans lady. Well, first it was an event at the White House. Who went to an event at the White House. Correct. One of the largest pride events uh, in the White House history. By invitation of the president. By invitation of the president. And she decided to whip out her can-cans and uh, wiggle them all for everybody in, to see. In the daylight. In the daylight. Outside in front of the White House. Outside in front of everybody. She, after she had met the president and took photos with him. After she met the president and took photos with him. Yes. Uh, so this. A trans woman. She is a trans woman, which is secondary. But unfortunately, we have to mention that she's trans only in this context because... When you are living the life that we are living right now in the LGBTQ plus community, every moment like that is very special and very sacred. It's an opportunity for us to showcase the best of our community because we're not groomers. We're not pedophiles. We're not perverts. We're actually people's children. We're actually people that are educators. We're somebody's son, we're somebody's daughter, we have a family, we work, we function in society every day like normal people, but they're painting us as these bad people. And there's a few of us within our community that are bad, just like there's a few in the heterosexual community that are bad. Just like there's a few pastors that are bad. Correct. So she had this wonderful opportunity. There she is on the White House lawn. They're having their best life. The, The press is there. She's really showcasing as a beautiful, because she's a beautiful trans woman, she was really representing something so wonderful, so positive, you know, that she is living her trans life and that she was invited to the White House by the president and the administration. And what does she decide to do? She said, it's so hot out here, I think I'm going to take my shirt off. And she has breasts. And Mm -hmm. I can tell you that as someone that has breasts, and any woman out there that has them is listening knows that when you're a real lady, classy lady, there's a moment to pull them out, and there's a moment for you to cover them up. Now, I'm not saying she should have been on the White House lawn dressed up like a nun with a turtleneck on. But she could have put on a nice tank top. She could have kept her shirt on. She could have had a nice sundress. She could have had a T-shirt. I mean, there's so many cute things that she could have worn that would have given her cute shape, showcase her tatas, you know, but without showing them. Mm -hmm. Because I think it was just terribly inappropriate. Had I been there as an older trans woman, I would have snatched her up and given her the reading of life. I would have told her, girl, you are giving us a bad name and you are, you're giving women a bad name. Okay. Because classy ladies don't do that. A classy woman doesn't do that. There's, listen, all girls know when they're supposed to come out. That wasn't mm-hmm. the time to do it. And here's the thing about breasts that 
I know that someone... Now here's the thing. Well, no, I love how you go on this no, entire tangent no, here. When, and they're like, now here's no, the thing. because some women feel like they should be able to show them because men do. And I'm not in disagreement with that. The only problem is we haven't reached that point in our society. Breasts are still viewed as... Some- Keep your breastuses <laughs> in. Breasticles in. Yes. Yes. So, uh, you know, it's just... It's just, that, that's just, just that's just my opinion on it. I just... I think it was inappropriate and... I, I I thought she was really beautiful. Yeah, um, she was. A gorgeous girl, and I'm so sad that she did that. Because well, we're going to talk more about that but, later. But I want to say that she did get banned. That's the other part. She of did it. get banned from, from both uh, from all the White House events. Yeah, she can never go to the White House again. Pretty much and, everything White House. And they removed her from the property, which is just terrible. It's just so yeah. embarrassing. It's embarrassing. It is. it is embarrassing. It is embarrassing. But there's a little more to the story. And we're going to talk more about it after this music break. This is Thursday by Pet Shop Boys right here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa, the big gay radio show.
that trip down memory lane But you're never gonna feel the same But you're never gonna take the blame Change your name, now you out the game So you head outside, feel the rain Something in your brain can't break the chain Same mistake again, fake the pain again Day to day, you're proud, wakey-wakey now Holy cow, you're in doubt You're left and now you feel down Your heart lies back in that town So creep back in, don't make a sound Or lose your crown again, sleep around again Tell your friends that you're proud Or ask yourself what you really want from life Don't follow that crowd I've never tried to make you walk into the deep end And now I find myself awake for all the weekends I'm Christopher Gorman, and this is your LGBTQIA plus news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In Arizona, Arizona Governor Katie Hobbs has vetoed a Republican-sponsored legislation to restrict use of public school restrooms by transgender students. The veto was among several the Democratic governor made on Thursday. Under the bill, public schools in Arizona would have to establish other accommodations for a student who refused to use a multi-occupancy bathroom or changing area of the gender they were assigned at birth. The bill would have also applied to to sleeping quarters on school-sponsored overnight trips. Republican lawmakers argue that the legislation would protect children, but Hobbs disagrees and has previously said she would not support any legislation that targets LGBTQ plus youth. Last month, Hobbs vetoed a bill that would have compelled schools not to refer to transgender students by the names or pronouns they identify with. LGBTQ plus rights have become a target in GOP-majority state legislators like Arizona. In New York, a group of three men allegedly damaged multiple rainbow pride flags on display at New York City's Stonewall National Monument over the weekend in what police are investigating as a possible hate crime. The New York City Police Department confirmed Monday that it is investigating the incident. It also tweeted surveillance footage of the three men walking near the monument, which is located in Manhattan's Greenwich Village, and asked for the public's assistance in identifying them. The Stonewall National Monument, where the vandalism took place, is across the street from the Stonewall Inn, an iconic LGBTQ location that was the site of a June 1969 uprising that is widely considered to be a turning point in the modern gay rights movement. The bar in the nearby Christopher Park became a national monument and the first LGBTQ plus space to hold landmark status in New York City in 2016. The vandalism comes amid Pride Month, a worldwide annual commemoration of the 1969 protests and celebration of lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender individuals during the month of June. It also coincides with a surge in similar anti-LGBTQ plus demonstrations across the nation throughout the last year. A recent report by the Crowd Counting Consortium, a research group that tracks the size of political protests, found that there have been an average of 39 anti-LGBTQ plus protests nationwide each month since June 2022, compared with just three per month from January 2017 through May 2022. In Lakeland, Polk Pride's signature Pride in the Park will return June 17th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., celebrating the region's LGBTQ plus community just days after Polk County Commissioner rejected a Pride Month proclamation for the first time in five years. Organized by the Lakeland Youth Alliance and P-Flag of Polk County, Polk Pride is dedicated to the awareness and acceptance of the LGBTQ plus community in Polk County, Florida. 
This year's festivities promising something for every member of the family began June 10th. For more information, please visit the Big Gay Radio Show's Facebook page. Please remember to treat each other and yourself with kindness. That has been your LGBTQ plus news. For the Big Gay Radio Show, I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi, everyone, and happy Pride Month. This is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. Saturday the 17th, St. Pete Pride presents Shades of Pride, a Juneteenth celebration at the factory in St. Pete with special guest T.S. Madison. Also, tickets are available now for the Stonewall Reception being held on Wednesday the 21st at the James Museum. Get all the Pride info at stpeepride.org. This week at Metro, tonight at 7 p.m., Thursdays are for tea. Let's spill it on sex, health, and relationships at the Metro and Central Avenue in St. Pete. Then on June 17th, virtual yoga class via Zoom starting at 9, or if you prefer in-person yoga, they meet on the 19th at Metro St. Pete location starting at 6. Get more info at metrotampabay.org. All month, the Fairground St. Pete has its Pride Immersive Experience. This mesmerizing display of cosmic colors is surrounded by the works of over 70 local and international artists. There are interactive experiences and great photo opportunities celebrating all the colors of the rainbow. Get tickets and info at fairgrounds.art. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. More info at tampabaygay.com. WMNF and Living Mirror Playback Theater will host a monthly community talkback and improv show live here in the WMNF studios, 7 p.m. on the fourth Friday of every month. The event will be based on our monthly mission calendar, covering topics such as economic justice, environmental issues, and more. We invite community activists and interested listeners to come and share their thoughts and experiences. Then Living Mirror will play back those stories using improv techniques. It'll be a compelling evening of community sharing and improv theater, but space in our studio is limited. So go online to wmf.org backslash events to reserve your seat. Support for WMNF comes from listeners like you and TampaBayGay.com. This LGBTQ plus website features a local events calendar, business directory, entertainment news, community resources, and more. It's all at TampaBayGay.com. What happens when you mix two gay guys and a trans woman? Obviously, you get the best gay radio show in Tampa Bay. This is the Big Gay Radio Show, only on 88.5 WMNF.
Get social with us. Like us on Facebook. Just search for The Big Gay Radio Show. Dark mascara dripping down my face. Only fools could ever feel this way. Send my message into outer space. Wonder if it's gonna float your way. I can't compete with the stars in the sky. I'm invisible. Invisible.
88.5 WMNF Tampa. Good morning. We are talking crap in the studio today. When do we not? I'm kidding. Obviously. Uh, I think that we should, I think we need to have a camera back here so that people that are at home can listen to our conversations in between the, um, you see, why, you want to know why, I want to, why that's a bad idea? <laughs> why? <laughs> Because of how many times that we talk negatively about other people that I don't want well, recorded we and sent to we like that. So <laughs> we wouldn't do that, you know, because we'd be more aware of it. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. This guest was terrible. Yeah. No. Our, our off mic should be called What's the Tea? What's the tea? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Doesn't RuPaul's Drag Race have something like that? It's like it's when they're off the show. I think it's uh, called... It's called Untucked. Untucked, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I think, I, w- I think that people would like to hear our conversations outside of the, you know, because we do have some great conversations, though. And it's not always about other people. No. It's a lot of the times about other people. No, it's not. <laughs> I don't think it is. You know, sometimes we Sure, Jan. I mean, just now, me and Esme were talking about movies. <laughs> yeah, we talk a lot about movies and stuff. I talk a lot about movies. Well, anyways, yeah. my name is Chris Gorman. I am your show twink here on the Big Gay Radio Show. I am joined by Mr. Brian Hinkson. Good morning. And Miss Esme Russell. Hello, hello. And we're also joined by a super special guest. Super duper duper. We're joined by Alex Quinto. The Saint, one of the Saint, I keep saying the Saint Pete Pride Grand Marshal. It's one of three Saint Pete Pride Grand Marshals. Community voted Alex Quinto. Good morning. It's nice. That's a wonderful honor. I I was very proud this year when I did it for Tampa. It's nice. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, It's a nice honor. It's fun, too. Oh, yeah. And I'm glad it went to somebody who's an educator and w- is actively working to instill positivity within our youth because the queer community is under attack very much so within our school system. And Correct. so it's good to have somebody who's actually fighting against it being elevated onto the platform. And I love all the other nominees. There's uh, I'm, I'm friends with almost every single other nominee. But as and- I outlined in my post, you know, it's important to highlight our educators and the beautiful black trans women who are trying to pave the way for uh, positive change. I was going to mention you were a nominee. I was a nominee, <laughs> but I graceful, graciously. Uh, oh, it'll happen eventually. I don't. Yeah. Wa- I don't want it. No, it's I don't want it. And I'll be honest. And the reason why is because I know for a fact I will always have a place in the parade with my work with either WMNF, Cox Media Group or come out St. Pete. I have my place to be highlighted on a platform. There are thousands of other people within this community who very much don't have a platform to be elevated. That's true, yeah. That's so true. I will accept the nominations all the time. But if I ever get that call saying that I've won it or they want to honor me, I'm going to tell them no. Uh, do, you, do you know how many parades over the course of my life I've been to and I... You know, I've been going to parades since the, you know, early 80s. And I, I, I never, I was never, a, I was never like selected for that or asked to be a grand marshal. I never even thought about it. It was like. And I'm extremely and grateful. All my friends yeah. have been grand marshals. Amy, but everybody's been one. And I was like, I was the only one. And it was really weird. Like, I never felt bad that I wasn't. Mm-hmm. I never felt left out. Does that make sense? Yeah. So when I got when I when they said you've been nominated and they voted for you and they've selected you and I went, oh well that's really great. But I was like, I didn't know what 
It was like really weird. I was in shock that it happened, you know? Yeah. So it's nice. It's. And it's, like. And right now, I can not only, uh, it, going off the pride thing and going into the softball, like, I, I don't know if you heard, Esme, but I'm getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah, that's wonderful. For softball. So, like, the thing is, someone from the league has to nominate you, and then once they nominate you, it's up to the Hall of Fame to vote you in. Yeah. So, it was like, okay... I had a friend nominate me, and it was like, okay, best you, of luck. You didn't think you were going to get it. Yeah, I didn't think I was going to get yeah, it. Yeah, Because I tried the first two times, and I stopped one year, and I was like, you know what? No, let me try again. If I don't get it, that's fine. And then all of a sudden, I got it. I'm like... It's the same thing with, <laughs> it was the same thing with the Lifetime Achievement Award for yeah. Heart of Florida. I didn't really... I wasn't... You know, yeah. I didn't even know I was going to get it. Yeah. And then finally Marshall said, I got to tell you something. You're going to get the Lifetime Achievement Award <laughs> this year. And I went, really? Yeah. Me? He goes, it's, yeah, they selected you. I was like, are you serious? It's humbling. I'm just a girl. But I hope I don't boy, die. After, you, know? you always think when you get something like that, you're going to die right afterwards. <laughs> Thank kinda, you, Alanis Morissette. <laughs> I know. It just kind of scares you. I don't want a Lifetime Achievement. I mean, that's kind of scary. That all being said. I'm going to grab the hell out of that favorite local activist for Watermark Wave Awards 100%. I am so glad that I got that, and I'll take that right to the grave. Oh, yeah, that's a good <laughs> Yeah, that was a good award. Yeah, I, I think I was only one of uh, three people who have ever won yeah. it because Nadine Smith won it a year after year after year. So. And when our radio show won, that was incredible, too. Oh, absolutely. I was, yeah. I was like, are you serious? Yeah. Said, you, are, you, you guys won by a landslide. I said, what? Yeah. I like, never thought. What? We got nominated. I didn't think we were going to win. Yeah. I just did it. I know. It's it, it's just strange. I think it's great, but it, it's great when you don't think you're going to win and then you do. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? And you're yeah. okay if you don't. Like, because mm -hmm. we got nominated. We, we got nominated how many times, you and I? Many times. Oh, three, four, five times. Oh, Lord. I was like always first runner-up, yeah. second runner-up, first runner-up, second runner-up. First. I was like, oh, exactly. girl, I'm never going to win this thing. Yeah. But then when we, you know, it's nice. It's nice. It's it's, nice it's always great to be recognized, uh, recognized. by your exactly. community. Yes, yes. Exactly. Well, especially your radio community. Ever, me and me and uh, Chris work at another radio station, and just to be like recognized by them. Oh, how's your radio show going? Like, oh, it's it's good. Glad you you asked. I didn't think you knew. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. People like like it's Drew very it's and, very humbling that people even want to listen to you or care what you have to say. Right? Yeah. Exactly. I, I agree. Oh, oh, absolutely. I'll go to like various different events and people will come up to me and say, "Hey, I love your show." And like, I don't know how to respond to that. I'll thank be you. taken aback. Oh, obviously, yeah, I always you, say thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Um, but it really takes me aback. And, and honestly, like when I, I, I'll be awkward as hell in person. But when I get home, I'll, I'll like smile and be like all giddy and cheerful. And I'll be thankful like that somebody decided to spread the joy and say, hey, you know, I appreciate what you're doing because we we work hard uh, to to do this show, you know. Yeah. All all of us, especially yeah. especially our guests. It's not easy to come on to a in a into a very weird environment with a bunch of three very loud individuals <laughs> and mm -hmm. actually have a conversation. So kudos to you, Alex, and all the other guests <laughs> who you. have come on to the show. Yeah, mm -hmm. I agree. And we wouldn't we wouldn't be here without our guests. I agree. Absolutely. Well, Miss Esme. You wanted to go into a topic. 
Well, I just wanted to finish what we were talking about. So we we spoke earlier about the trans woman that exposed her breasts on the White House lawn, all of that. Yeah. Uh, and I told you I thought it was just terrible, you know, disgraceful. Um, this uh, this microphone seems to be going in and out a little bit. Mm, so I'm uh, hearing you fine. Okay. So um, so she was removed from the property, but beside her, she wasn't the only person standing next to her. Were several other uh, gentlemen. Uh, trans men also, mm -hmm. yep, um, and they had decided to take their shirts off as well, and they weren't uh, banned or barred because of obviously they're presenting themselves as men, and they they, they were they, banned. Yeah, they were men. They didn't yeah, have yeah. they didn't have mm -hmm. male chest or anything. So, uh, but I thought they shouldn't have done that either. Yep. They shouldn't have taken yep. their shirts. I just, <laughs> I just. Well, I just don't think you should take, if you're going to the White House and you're invited to a picnic outside or whatever. I mean, it's not a pool party. It's yeah. not a pool party. Keep your clothes Like if the on. White House was like, if the White House had a swimming pool and you were that jumping be, into the pool and different. stuff like that, yeah. like that makes uh, but sense. Not, but the breasts out, no. Yeah. Not like no, completely put a out. Suit, put but a like, swimsuit on. Yeah, the swim, yeah. but a bikini is yeah, not something. a terrible thing. No, no, but that would be appropriate. But like but you guys said, time and a place. Time and place for everything. Time and a place. A time and a place. You know, when I was a little kid, and I'm sure that, well, even as an adult. It ain't your street pride. No. Yeah. It's not and your street pride. And what I'm going to say to everybody in this room and the people listening, I know they're all, whoever is driving their car, they're going to go, oh, yeah, that's happened to me. Haven't you ever had your parents, one of them or both of them, say to you, what were you doing? I didn't raise you like that. Mm -hmm. Has, haven't time. your parents yep. said that to you? They still do. Yeah. They still do. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> your mother well, or your father. Yeah. I remember my, my mom telling me, I did, I did not... I know I didn't teach you that. So I don't know where you learn. So I, I'm sure, you know, our parents, listen, our parents always, it's very unusual to have a parent that doesn't care what you do. Most parents want their children to be respectable and have a little yeah. dignity. And listen, it, there's a moment to be fancy free and footloose and all that craziness. And there's a moment to be classy and, you know... Sophisticated. It's sophisticated. Yeah. <laughs> I love that word. See, my mom had one yeah. rule, and it was uh, don't embarrass the family. Oh, so, true. I'm Chinese. So Chinese and Cubans have a lot in common. There's a lot of Chinese in Cuba, by the way. Oh. So, yeah, there's a lot. So, and so culturally, you do. Anything I do embarrasses the family. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yes. Just like yeah. Mulan, I got to bring honor you to gotta us all. You got to be uh, Well, it's just, <laughs> just a cultural thing, you know? It's a cultural thing. Cuban people are very that way. Yeah. My, I could hear my father, no me hagas pasar pena. Don't embarrass me, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, yeah. you know, because I would be very flamboyant as a little kid, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I'm not, listen, again, we said it, we've said it. I think in this during this course of this conversation, there is a time and a place for everything. The mm -hmm. White house lawn is not the time or the place to be showing your business yeah, correct keep I, it classy there, there's keep only it classy. there's only one reason i kind of laugh at you know real the, the quick family. we have somebody current we have somebody currently on the line um caller can you hear us yeah. hi how are hi, you chris i need to speak to chris this is Chris. You're on the air, so please don't curse. Yeah, well, this is Bill in Jacksonville, founding supporter since 1978, and I'm not going to have to repeat myself again, son. Yes, you sir. You know the title of the show. It's the Big Fat Gay Radio Show. Yes, you, yeah, P-H-A-T. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. Hey, settle down, everybody. You just settle down. Settle down. <laughs> now, listen, you have to remember, now, I do not call in during fundraisers because I don't have any funds to raise, okay? Mm-hmm. I panhandle for beer and weed and tobacco and food, Okay. And I learned from Cam Dilly and Rob Lorai back in 1978 when I was 10 years old how to panhandle. Mm-hmm. Okay? So while you are panhandling from our radio station, you have to remember to thank everybody on my behalf for paying my radio bill while I am unable to. Absolutely. Well, we are thankful for all the support that you give our show and just listening because listening is what gets us going. Sure, you thank everybody for paying my radio bill while I'm unable to. All right, well, thank you so much uh, for calling in. I hope you have a great one. All right. All right. Well, thank you to to Bill in Jacksonville. It is the Big Fat Gay Radio Show. Um, And also, thank you so much to all of our supporters for uh, donating last week during our pledge drive. It was truly a uh, heartwarming experience being able to raise the funds that we have done. Also, uh, just letting everybody know, uh, anybody who went to the Big Gay Pool Party also donated $20 to the Big Gay Radio Show. So thank you so much to everybody who came to the Big Gay Pool Party. And if you haven't supported any of our events yet, we have the Big Gay Bingo that's going to be on uh, next June Tuesday. 27th. Next tu- Is it next is Tuesday? It, no, never mind. Not next Tuesday. No, the, no. The Tuesday the week after, after Pride. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah, the week after Pride, that Tuesday at Quench Lounge, hosted by Alexis de la Mer, we're going to go ahead and have a bingo. And any $10 suggested donation goes directly to the Big Gay Radio Show in supporting uh, WMNF and, and Bill's community radio. So thank you so much, Bill, for listening and, and supporting our show. Uh, we're going to go into a little bit of music. This is Adina Menzel's move right here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa, the Big Gay Radio Show.
Hey, Tampa Bay, this is Christopher Gorman, your show twink with the Big Gay Radio Show. In an effort to promote good mental health, here's your good LGBTQIA plus news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In St. Petersburg, the Tampa Bay Rays held their 17th annual Pride Night June 10th, losing 4-8 against the Texas Rangers, but advocating for equality throughout the game. Tropicana Field hosted a crowd of almost 19,000 Pride and sports enthusiasts this year with a portion of certain ticket sales benefiting local nonprofits. The ceremonial first pitch was thrown by retired Major League Baseball umpire Dale Scott, who made history when he came out in 2014, and St. Pete Pride was awarded a large grant ahead of this year's celebration. For pictures, visit the Big Gay Radio Show's Facebook page. In national news, President Joe Biden and First Lady Dr. Jill Biden on Saturday welcomed more than 1,000 guests to the largest Pride Month celebration ever hosted at the White House. Both President Biden and First Lady Dr. Jill Biden gave a speech at the event. We're not here to be courageous even though for so many of you just coming to this event is an act of bravery. Today, we are here to find joy. I want to send a message to the entire community, especially to transgender children. You are loved. You are heard. You are understood. And you belong. In Sarasota, Project Pride kicked off Pride Month with the return of the Grand Carnival June 3rd, setting the tone for Silver Pride June 10th and other festivities planned throughout June. The gala welcomed local philanthropists, politicians, and other supporters for the shiniest ball of them all. In addition to local performers, entertainment included headliners Ada Vox and Z Machine. In entertainment, Tony Awards history was made Sunday when Alex Noel and Jay Harrison Gee became the first non-binary individuals to win Tonys for acting as the Broadway community forged ahead despite a Hollywood writer's strike that left the theater's biggest night without a script. A total of 26 Tony Awards were handed out Sunday for a season that had 40 new productions, 15 musicals, 24 plays, and a special engagement during the first post-pandemic full season. Jay Harrison G had this to say when accepting their Tony. For every trans, non-binary, gender non-conforming human, whoever was told you couldn't be, you couldn't be seen. This is for you. Please remember to treat each other and yourself with kindness. That has been your good LGBTQIA plus news. For the Big Gay Radio Show, I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi, everyone, and happy Pride Month. This is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. Saturday the 17th, St. Pete Pride presents Shades of Pride, a Juneteenth celebration at the factory in St. Pete with special guest T.S. Madison. Also, tickets are available now for the Stonewall reception being held on Wednesday the 21st at the James Museum. Get all the Pride info at stpeepride.org. This week at Metro, tonight at 7 p.m., Thursdays are for tea. Let's spill it on sex, health, and relationships at the Metro and Central Avenue in St. Pete. Then on June 17th, virtual yoga class via Zoom starting at 9, or if you prefer in-person yoga, they meet on the 19th at Metro St. Pete location starting at 6. Get more info at metrotampabay.org. All month, the Fairground St. Pete has its Pride Immersive Experience. This mesmerizing display of cosmic colors is surrounded by the works of over 70 local and international artists. There are interactive experiences and great photo opportunities celebrating all the colors of the rainbow. Get tickets and info at fairgrounds.art. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. More info at tampabaygay.com. Leave a lasting wake of good when you put that boat or other watercraft you no longer need behind you. 
WMNF accepts all types of vehicles from cars, trucks, RVs, boats, and more. Learn more at WMNFcar.org. This is the Big Gay Radio Show, only on 88.5 WMNF. Hey, you're a pretty little thinglet. Hey, what the f*** was the thinking? Drink, got me getting a little ahead of myself. Hey, you should pay me a visit. Yeah, for a cup of that English. Hey, you could talk dirty to me as well. Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF.
WMNF.org and on the free WMNF app. Now here's more of the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. 88.5 WMNF Tampa. As Sean said, good morning. It is 1 a.m. a little bit. Uh, it's one minute till 1 a.m. I should say. Quit trying to make 1 a.m. happen. It'll happen. <laughs> I'm just anxious to see the time turn. I am Christopher Gorman. I am your show twink here on the Big Gay Radio Show. I am joined by my beautiful, bodacious Brian Hinkson, my co-host. Good morning. And the... Uh, oh, what were you um, saying, Mr. Brian? No, I said good morning. It's not I'm 1 a.m. yet. I'm trying to figure out what but. makes Brian bodacious. Because if you say that I'm bodacious, I get it. I am boda- I get the bodacious part from the... It's his booty. <laughs> oh, thick. okay. I was going to say. Mm. So that's what it is. Okay. He got that softball, so but... I have that, too. I have that, too. And I have mm. the front part, too. So I don't understand the... It's sexual assault if I say stuff like that to you. It You're a woman. It's not sexual assault if you say it to me. I'm you gone. are a lady. I'm, it's fine. It's. I don't take it on. It's fine. Esme, I can't, I can't say it to you because you're older than my mother. That's true. It's like flirting with my mom. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't do fl- that to it you. It wouldn't be flirting. It wouldn't be flirting. But. Yeah. Well, okay. Um, I don't know what a, a good flirtatious... Good flirtatious I, E you, word is. Yeah. No, there's no... I don't think there's any... Fl- there might be. Exhilarating? The dictionary is vast. The erotic, the, as May Russell. Or the exotic. Ooh. I Ooh, like the, the exotic. Word. I like the word exotic. I like Ooh, that. Ooh, exotic, as May Russell. Think trans women are kind of exotic. I the elegance. I like trans goddess of radio. I like trans goddess of radio, too. I, I like that. I think that's the best, uh, best name for you. We're also <laughs> joined by uh, the angelic Alex Quinto. Good morning. How are you today, Alex? I am doing wonderful. I get to be here with you three wonderful people, so. Mm-hmm. Aw. You only Thank say you. that because you're on our show. <laughs> <laughs> right after this, Alex goes flaming on our uh, on Facebook, correct. talking all the crap. <laughs> yeah, that's very correct. <laughs> Angelic does not fit. Angelic does not fit. Well, actually, I, I think you you are, you with one of the things that, that I look up to you the most is that you are absolutely authentic authentically yourself and you have always been authentically yourself um and I, I said that in my facebook post for those who didn't see it 
I, I um, have looked up to Alex for, for quite some time because when I was in sixth grade, I, I didn't really have too many flamboyant, more uh, extroverted individuals that were surrounding me. And I felt a little bit different because I was definitely a little bit more flamboyant and a little bit more um, outgoing than some of my peers. And so having somebody like Alex uh, is something that's very important to to me that I had growing up. Um, and I'm glad that he is educating the younger minds because it's important that, you know, these younger folks actually see themselves within those who are educating them. So, Alex, um, if if I may ask, um, how has the Don't Say Gay bill affected how you're counseling? So it's kind of changing the way that I do my job now um, because of how vague things are with Don't Say Gay. Um, I definitely find myself questioning, am I allowed to talk to this student about this? Um, a lot of things have to do with consent, so getting consent from parents about certain topics now, whereas like I'm a mental health counselor. You come to me and there are four big rules. If you're going to hurt yourself, hurt somebody else, somebody's hurting you, or you need me to tell somebody something, that's what I go by because safety is my number one thing. But now... Um, it's kind of looking like, let's say a student comes to me and they tell me that they're gay or that they're trans or that they're a lesbian. Uh, I would technically have to tell that to their parents now and ultimately would result in me outing a child, which to me is creating an unsafe environment. I don't know really what this child's going to go home to. What if I do tell this parent, hey, your son let me know that he's gay and I know a little bit about the family, but, and they can tell me on the phone, oh, thank you so much for letting me know, but what environment am I going to send this child home to? Because behind closed doors, I really don't know what happens. I am with your child eight hours a day. I am practically their dad on campus. Some of them even call me dad. Um, and I'm with them all day and I get to see them blossom and develop into wonderful students and they're starting to become adults. Um, my eighth graders that I just left, they're going off to high school and they have these amazing personalities and dreams. And with Don't Say Gay, if I have to become a barrier where they cannot express themselves anymore, um, it, it's going to be very difficult for me to have to start censoring that. It's really unfortunate that you even have to think about doing that because it's both me and you, and I'm assuming Brian and Esme, I would assume know the effects of what would happen if you are outed before you you know, like when when before you are actually ready. So I very much empathize with what you are you're going through, and I'm very much appreciative of the the fact that you're still sticking through it because the fact that you're still around and you're still around these kids and you're not, you haven't left them mm -hmm. when so many people have. What's really unfortunate about these laws is that you cannot outlaw the human condition, the human experience. You can create a trillion laws. Gay people are still going to be out there. You can make a trillion more laws. Trans children are still going to exist. I, I, I have been transgender 
living as a woman since 1977. Back in those days, nobody was trans. The only trans person that I saw, the only character that I saw dressed as a woman was Bugs Bunny on TV. Mm-hmm. So it isn't like somebody turned me into a transgender person. So this thing that this transgender, where are these trans people coming from? They've always been here. They were just hiding. They were hiding because they were afraid. Or they have passed on. Um, no, but I'm saying a lot of people can say, why are there so many transgenders? All these, there's no, first of all, there's no S in transgender. There's no transgenders. It's just transgender. And uh, we've always been here. We've always been here. We've been here for thousands of years, and we're all we're always going to be here. Sometimes throughout the course of history, it was accept, accepted in some, some cultures and other cultures it's not. We're living in a very weird time in history where there's a group of people that want to accept it, and there's a group of people that don't want to yep. accept it. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So there's a conflict. For, so for someone like you that has to work with young children, it's a conflict because you're you're you've accepted yourself as who you are and you're having to listen to kids tell you who they are and you and you're thinking i have to out this kid now mm-hmm. I, I might destroy this person's life mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and yeah. sometimes it could destroy someone's life you know ha- is, it has happened yeah. before yeah. there have been uh, multiple parents will parents. kick you out of your house they uh they try to pray the gay away you cannot send them to conversion uh, therapy anyone that yeah. tells you that you can pray the gay away people will pretend that they're straight but they're still gay well if you if so, i want to you know i want to take yeah. that moment was, though yeah. and kind of highlight you know if you have not heard of the horrors that are that is conversion therapy yeah, just, i've heard about you, you need to definitely look into that as a listener of of our show. Yeah. Um, conversion therapy is is such a, a, a disgusting practice, and that's yeah. what we're going to see more of as counselors have to go through that procedure. And it's it's heartbreaking. And I'm grateful because I had parents that um, when I was growing up, being gay wasn't going to be an issue. Um, smoking weed was, but being gay wasn't an issue. Um, And Mm -hmm. so I just really hope that the way that these laws are written is from a a very closed-minded view because they assume that every single parent will love their child unconditionally and not beat the crap out of them or beat the gay away. They also think that by not talking about it, uh, that it will prevent children from being exposed to exactly. it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You cannot stop something that comes from within. It's very archaic, as, though. Like, as, the internet as, exists. Esme is not something that I created in my imagination. She was inside of me, even mm-hmm. when I was living as a little boy. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So even though I never, I didn't, I didn't see any other trans people and didn't even know you could live as a woman, yeah. I felt like one. Does that make sense? So, mm-hmm. Well, there's so, like toddlers so, that yeah. come so, out and say, I don't want to wear this clothes. So, I don't want to play with this yeah. toy. I want to yeah. play with dolls. I want to go and, and wear dresses or vice versa. So, I want to wear, I want to play with trucks. I want to so, do, I want to watch the Cars movie. You know, that's not a bad thing. So my, I was fortunate because my parents, um, my parents were, were very protective of me. 
particularly my father, which is really unusual for Cuban men because of the machismo in the Cuban culture. But my dad had decided early on that I was an effeminate child and he had to protect me from the world. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. if he didn't do it, nobody else was going to do it. And my mother wasn't 100% on board, but... You know, I, I'm an Aries. My zodiac sign is Aries. And if you're an Aries out there, you know, we don't ask the world for permission. We do what we have to do. Yeah. So, you know, so I just started living as a woman. I didn't even ask them I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what I was doing, but I knew I had to live as a woman. Mm -hmm. It was really oh, yeah. weird. It was really weird how I did it. You know, mm -hmm. even before I'd been to a bar or anything, I was already like... You know, right. Esme was going to be Esme. That was it. It was not. It was not up for discussion. Yeah. So or, you can't stop it. You can. You can right. pass all. Again, you can pass all the laws you want. It's not. It's not yeah. going to stop the the, the the movement. It's yeah. not. Well, I was exposed and, to personally very little LGBTQ yeah. stuff even when I was younger. Like there, yeah. the stories were always the there was a husband and a wife. Yeah. There was always a. A father and a mother. It's not ever really been that. And I think I lived in a very progressive time, but that still wasn't something that was very prevalent. But I still turned out gayer than a bag of penises. Yeah, well, you're born that way, you know. Yeah, just correct. Some, I mean, it's just there's no other way around. I mean, I I don't know what to say. It's just like when somebody says, "Well, this man was married and he had he has four children. How did how did he end up? He must have turned gay. No, he was gay when he married that woman. He was surviving. Yeah, he, was, he was thinking. Yeah, it was he his was survival plan. He was thinking about men the whole time he was married to her. There yeah. are men right now doing it. Where to piggyback? Where to piggyback off of what she said? As yeah. if he stopped talking about it, doesn't mean it won't go away. It won't go that's, away. You know, that's kind of what my mother did when I was growing up. It mm. was, uh, it, you know. Okay, we stopped talking about it. Maybe he's not. No, I still Well, it's am. Nazi mentality. If we yeah. stop, if we kill all the people, then eventually it'll be gone. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. Just, yeah. Well, let's go into a little bit of music. This is The Birds by Bungs and Rocks. Mm -hmm. Bungs and Rungs, but uh, words are hard. Uh, right here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa, the big gay radio show. Night. I swear I lost my mind last night But I didn't even mind Yeah, I got stuck inside the vibe till morning light yeah. Now the room's still spinning, 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 spinning in my head Don't know if I'm living, 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 living or I'm dead Kinda wish they didn't, didn't, cause it all ended too soon 
Jennifer Gorman, and this is your LGBTQIA plus news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In Arizona, Arizona Governor Katie Hobbs has vetoed a Republican-sponsored legislation to restrict use of public school restrooms by transgender students. The veto was among several the Democratic governor made on Thursday. Under the bill, public schools in Arizona would have to establish other accommodations for a student who refused to use a multi-occupancy bathroom or changing area of the gender they were assigned at birth. The bill would have also applied to sleeping quarters on school-sponsored overnight trips. Republican lawmakers argue that the legislation would protect children, but Hobbs disagrees and has previously said she would not support any legislation that targets LGBTQ plus youth. Last month, Hobbs vetoed a bill that would have compelled schools not to refer to transgender students by the names or pronouns they identify with. LGBTQ plus rights have become a target in GOP majority state legislators like Arizona. In New York, a group of three men allegedly damaged multiple rainbow pride flags on display at New York City's Stonewall National Monument over the weekend in what police are investigating as a possible hate crime. The New York City Police Department confirmed Monday that it is investigating the incident. It also tweeted surveillance footage of the three men walking near the monument, which is located in Manhattan's Greenwich Village, and asked for the public's assistance in identifying them. The Stonewall National Monument, where the vandalism took place, is across the street from the Stonewall Inn, an iconic LGBTQ plus location that was the site of a June 1969 uprising that is widely considered to be a turning point in the modern gay rights movement. The bar in the nearby Christopher Park became a national monument and the first LGBTQ plus space to hold landmark status in New York City in 2016. The vandalism comes amid Pride Month, a worldwide annual commemoration of the 1969 protests and celebration of lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender individuals during the month of June. It also coincides with a surge in similar anti-LGBTQ plus demonstrations across the nation throughout the last year. A recent report by the Crowd Counting Consortium, a research group that tracks the size of political protests, found that there have been an average of 39 anti-LGBTQ plus protests nationwide each month since June 2022, compared with just three per month from January 2017 through May 2022. In Lakeland, Polk Pride signature Pride in the Park will return June 17th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., celebrating the region's LGBTQ plus community just days after Polk County commissioners rejected a Pride Month proclamation for the first time in five years. Organized by the Lakeland Youth Alliance and P-Flag of Polk County, Polk Pride is dedicated to the awareness and acceptance of the LGBTQ plus community in Polk County, Florida. This year's festivities promising something for every member of the family began June 10th. For more information, please visit the Big Gay Radio Show's Facebook page. Please remember to treat each other and yourself with kindness. That has been your LGBTQ plus news. For the Big Gay Radio Show, I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi, everyone, and happy Pride Month. This is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. Saturday the 17th, St. Pete Pride presents Shades of Pride, a Juneteenth celebration at the factory in St. Pete with special guest T.S. Madison. Also, tickets are available now for the Stonewall Reception being held on Wednesday the 21st at the James Museum. Get all the Pride info at stpeepride.org. This week at Metro, tonight at 7 p.m., Thursdays are for tea. Let's spill it on sex, health, and relationships at the Metro and Central Avenue in St. Pete. Then on June 17th, virtual yoga class via Zoom starting at 9, or if you prefer in-person yoga, 
They meet on the 19th at Metro St. Pete location starting at 6. Get more info at MetroTampaBay.org. All month, the Fairground St. Pete has its Pride Immersive Experience. This mesmerizing display of cosmic colors is surrounded by the works of over 70 local and international artists. There are interactive experiences and great photo opportunities celebrating all the colors of the rainbow. Get tickets and info at fairgrounds.art. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. More info at tampabaygay.com. Every Friday at 2 p.m., it's Live Music Showcase here on WMNF. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. It's a deep dive show. We dig into the message behind the music through song and interview. We have your new favorite bands from right in your own backyard. Listen to Live Music Showcase every Friday at 2 p.m. after the news headlines. We're on Instagram. Follow Big Gay Radio Show.
88.5 WMNF Tampa. Good morning. My name is Christopher Gorman. I am your show twink here on the Big Gay Radio Show. I just blared my headphones very loudly. It scared me. (laughs) I am joined by my gaggle of gays, Mr. Brian Hankson. Hello. And the enigmatic Esme Russell. Yep, that's me. And we are also joined by the illustrious Alex Quinto. Is that spelled with an A? Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) But he just made it. (laughs) I will. It sounds like it. So it's, you know, it's potato, potato. Thank you. (laughs) Anyways, Mr. Brian Hinkson, what is the topic for us while I Google whether or not illustrious is spelt with an A or an E? (laughs) Um, So... It's actually uh, spelled with an I. Yeah. Uh, well, we're both wrong then. There it goes. There it goes. Well, um, just the other day, um, the uh, premiere for The Flash came out. Mm. And um, before we came on the radio today, Esme and I, uh, and everybody in the room, I mean, everybody who knew as uh, Esme, who knew Ezra Miller, uh, kind of know, kind of knows what, you know, He's going through with this. So what the deal is, as I believe that Ezra is going through all this stuff is, you know, that he's had this whole rap sheet of things that he's done from assault to um, supposedly grooming a child. Which that's not true. Which, None yeah. of that was true. Yeah. Completely. Allegedly. But it was all um, it was all fabricated and there were no. Uh, he was also accused of kidnapping. He was mm-hmm. never arrested for kidnapping, nor was he charged with kidnapping. All yes. of that was completely fabricated fabricated by the girl that he was living with, the 23-year-old girl. Yep. Yes. Yeah. But however, this rap sheet uh, is so, I guess... Uh, he has an assault it, charge. It, yeah. He drunk has and, a lot drunk of- and disorderly conduct. He uh, got drunk and he choked a girl yeah. in a public place. They were, they were arguing. She got in his way, trying to mm-hmm. grab him, whatever. Uh, he broke into somebody's house on drugs and drunk. Yeah. And uh, threatened the woman and the man that were in bed asleep. Um, and so he had some. He had a right. few incidences. Yeah. And this rap, sheet is so, this rap sheet is so outrageous that the when he does go to the premiere of a movie that he is starring in, uh, the studio does not want him to do any interviews. Uh, or talk to any press whatsoever um, because uh, and I get why is because they want um, to focus solely on the movie and not have his um, what's going on with him overshadow what the the movie they have out the the product so um, Esme you had a lot of compliments towards him and yeah, he, he did looks, make he a lo- statement yeah he looks great he looks great he looks he, he's tanned. His hair has gotten really long and pretty, and he's had really nice clothes. He came with his, um, he came to the premiere with his, uh, I guess, his uh, counselor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was kind of standing on the side there, just telling him, go ahead and you'll take the photos, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he did see, uh, he did make one comment. He said he thanked everybody for coming out to support the movie and for supporting him and the studio for having his back. Because the studio really has had his back. They've never really ditched him. They've been quiet about it, but they never ditched him, you know? Um, oh, right. absolutely. They could have. They, they, were, they were the best employers that anybody could have ever yeah. had. But, but he did, uh, in his defense... Um, if you saw the, the MLB, they were very quick. Uh, Trevor Bauer, I think is his name, uh, got an assault charge, was very quick to be dropped by... Yeah. Um, 
he um the Dodgers uh, Ezra immediately went and got treatment you know as soon as this last incident happened in Hawaii he um he got he went to a treatment program and a counseling program for mental health so I guess he's on meds and he's doing better he's he's not yeah. doing better he's doing really good yeah. like he doesn't even like when I saw him I was like wow he's so focused he before all this happened you know a year ago when all the madness was going on, because it has been a year now. Yeah. Uh, he was messy. He was like out of control, you know? He was, But yeah. he's like really calm and he's put on weight. He looks good, you know? And I'm yeah, so happy collective. for him. And I think people have a right to, um, people have a right to get well. We yeah. should give people that, you know, if people are trying to get better, you know, mm -hmm. they should be given that space to get better. I think that's, you know, I, I don't want to see someone fail. Right. That doesn't give I me. Didn't. Well, what does it say to our criminal justice system if we can't have somebody reform themselves yeah. and rehabilitate themselves into mm -hmm. a better version yeah. of what they were previously? Yeah. It, yeah. It would, it's actually very disgusting that the larger majority of people who do go through the criminal system have to go back because they don't know any other way of life. It's mm -hmm. extremely sad. I was, um, you know, before 2010, when um, Robert Downey Jr. did the first Iron Man, we talked about it earlier. Yep. He was on a lot of drugs, breaking and entering, get a three months in jail. Uh, <laughs> did, yeah. I told you the story about he got messed up on ecstasy and meth, broke into some neighbor's house. He thought it was his house. Got in bed with the lady, naked. The woman rolled over at eight o'clock in the morning to go to get up to go to work. She's looking at Robert Downey Jr.'s face, all mm -hmm. messed up in her bed. I mean, he was in bad shape. Yeah. And um, Marvel still trusted him. He cleaned up his act. Yeah. And uh, he's he's got a successful oh. marriage. He Marvel does, should yeah, start he, a rehab clinic. He yeah. credits his wife for you yeah. know for putting him back on people track and have, whatnot. So. People can mess up their lives and also rebuild their lives. Yeah. And, and one of the problems that these famous people have is that because they're in the public eye, people hold them to a higher standard. You know, they're yes. like, oh. Mm -hmm. And that's true, yeah. Yeah, you hear people say, oh, well, I'm not going to go see that movie because he's, like with, with Ezra, because he's a groomer. Ezra has never been charged with grooming. Uh, he's never been charged with kidnapping. Well, he's, as of yet. He, there's no, it it would have been by now. It yeah. Well, I mean, you never know out. what he could do in the future well, uh, or yeah. anything not, like that. So not, you don't know. But we're not doing the what if game. That's not how we, yeah. that, that's not how you play life. You Period. don't play life by doing what if. Agreed. So, you know, he's in this moment right now and, you know, and he's he's answered for his for his crimes. He really has. And I think he's on probation right now for what he did in Hawaii. I guess when he got drunk mm -hmm. and he broke into those people's house or I, whatever. I, and as of, as for now, I, I really do believe that he should take time. Like Yeah, I and, think what, I think he's doing exactly what he's supposed to do. Yeah, and yeah. and like Robert Downey Jr., like that example, everybody loves a comeback story. I think he I should, agree. Yeah, once he gets better, once he's, you know, clear to do whatever he needs to do, he he, he could make a comeback. Should because make a comeback. the reality is that this movie's really good. Yeah. And he's really good in this movie. Yeah. Like, everybody that has seen this movie says that, you know, fans, you know, the critics always, they always dog these uh, superhero movies. But the critic, the fans love it. It's like it got a 95% rating with the fans. And, you know, everybody says he's so good, you know, because he's got to play a double role. He's got to play two different Barry Allen's right. Yeah. So it's uh, it's really good. I'm I'm excited to see what he does and 
I'm I mean, hopeful that he, uh, he gets yeah. his act together. The yeah. director said that there was nobody else that could play that role. Yeah, the director just loves him. He does. Well, I yeah. think because he sees the actor and the goodness that he has, and he's you can tell that he's a good person. He just has mental health issues, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And he went wacko on us, but it's, it's a lot of things. It's not just drugs and alcohol. There was mental stuff going on there. And again, we don't know what's going on in his head, so... But I'm glad that he is getting better. He looked great at the premiere. I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe how good he looks. Yeah. Because every time I would see photos of him, you know, months, you know, like eight months ago, he looked so bad. He was like so raggedy. But for someone who had a lot going for him, he had the Fantastic Beast movies. He was in Perks for Wallflower. And, you know, having done uh, The Flash in a few other movies, it's like, and then for him to do this, before the movie came out. And then the movie got delayed, like, yeah. a whole bunch of times. It should have been out last year. It was supposed to be out last year. But, yeah. you know, there's a whole bunch of others, uh, especially with DC. And, and then DC itself is kind of a mess because they're ending something, but they're going to restart uh, yeah. a whole nother, uh thing. So it's like, yeah, and it's so far, I mean... I think this movie is probably going to be a bit of a, of a success just because of the word of mouth and everything. Well, but I think Marvel, just anything that they have their name to, uh, tied well, to. Well, this is DC. Oh, is it, is it DC? Yeah, yeah oh, this okay. is DC. So, yeah. We both said it at the, the same last time. DC movie that came out flopped hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm Fury yeah, the well, Gods. I don't think that's going to happen with this one. No, I don't think no. so either. And the, the couple of next ones with the DC movies coming out. So you mm-hmm. got this uh, Flash movie and you've got Blue Beetle coming out. And then at the end of the year you have Aquaman. So yeah. There's too many superhero movies. I, I think there's a superhero for everything now. Yeah, there might be. I, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, there is a superhero. Sometimes they're in the comics, sometimes they're not. Yeah. That's the thing about a protagonist, the antagonist, is, you know, there's always some good guy and there's always an antagonist egging on the good guy. Uh, so this or, movie has a lot of cameos. That's what I heard, yeah. And a lot of cameos that we know about and a lot of them that we don't know about Yeah, that are going to shock us. So that those are the ones I'm excited to see, the ones I don't, that they've kept them completely a secret that people are like, oh, my God. Yeah, I'm just excited to see it in, in general. Yeah. yeah, let's go into a little bit of a music break. This is I Remember by Baby No BB No Money right here on I Can't Speak. Words today. are hard, they are Baby No Money right here on 88.5 WMF Tampa, the big gay radio show. I can't believe 
Listening to the only LGBTQ radio show in Tampa Bay, the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF. I'm behind the wall 
with us. Like us on Facebook. Just search for The Big Gay Radio Show. Tampa Bay, this is Christopher Gorman, your show twink with the Big Gay Radio Show. In an effort to promote good mental health, here's your good LGBTQIA plus news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In St. Petersburg, the Tampa Bay Rays held their 17th annual Pride Night June 10th, losing 4-8 against the Texas Rangers, but advocating for equality throughout the game. Tropicana Field hosted a crowd of almost 19,000 Pride and sports enthusiasts this year, with a portion of certain ticket sales benefiting local nonprofits. The ceremonial 
first pitch was thrown by retired Major League Baseball umpire Dale Scott, who made history when he came out in 2014, and St. Pete Pride was awarded a large grant ahead of this year's celebration. For pictures, visit the Big Gay Radio Show's Facebook page. In national news, President Joe Biden and First Lady Dr. Jill Biden on Saturday welcomed more than 1,000 guests to the largest Pride Month celebration ever hosted at the White House. Both President Biden and First Lady Dr. Jill Biden gave a speech at the event. We're not here to be courageous, even though for so many of you, just coming to this event is an act of bravery. Today, we are here to find joy. I want to send a message to the entire community, especially to transgender children. You are loved. You are heard. You are understood. And you belong. In Sarasota, Project Pride kicked off Pride Month with the return of the Grand Carnival June 3rd, setting the tone for Silver Pride June 10th and other festivities planned throughout June. The gala welcomed local philanthropists, politicians, and other supporters for the shiniest ball of them all. In addition to local performers, entertainment included headliners Ada Vox and Z Machine. In entertainment, Tony Awards history was made Sunday when Alex Noel and Jay Harrison Gee became the first non-binary individuals to win Tonys for acting as the Broadway community forged ahead despite a Hollywood writer's strike that left the theater's biggest night without a script. A total of 26 Tony Awards were handed out Sunday for a season that had 40 new productions, 15 musicals, 24 plays, and a special engagement during the first post-pandemic full season. Jay Harrison G had this to say when accepting their Tony. For every trans, non-binary, gender non-conforming human, whoever was told you couldn't be, you couldn't be seen. This is for you. Please remember to treat each other and yourself with kindness. That has been your good LGBTQIA plus news. For the Big Gay Radio Show, I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi, everyone, and happy Pride Month. This is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. Saturday the 17th, St. Pete Pride presents Shades of Pride, a Juneteenth celebration at the factory in St. Pete with special guest T.S. Madison. Also, tickets are available now for the Stonewall reception being held on Wednesday the 21st at the James Museum. Get all the Pride info at stpeepride.org. This week at Metro, tonight at 7 p.m., Thursdays are for tea. Let's spill it on sex, health, and relationships at the Metro and Central Avenue in St. Pete. Then on June 17th, virtual yoga class via Zoom starting at 9, or if you prefer in-person yoga, they meet on the 19th at Metro St. Pete location starting at 6. Get more info at metrotampabay.org. All month, the Fairground St. Pete has its Pride Immersive Experience. This mesmerizing display of cosmic colors is surrounded by the works of over 70 local and international artists. There are interactive experiences and great photo opportunities celebrating all the colors of the rainbow. Get tickets and info at fairgrounds.art. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. More info at tampabaygay.com. The car you're not using anymore? It's seen a lot of sunsets. Give it a new life and help WMNF by donating it. WMNF accepts all types of vehicles, including cars, trucks, boats, and more. It's easy, and it could mean hundreds of dollars in support for WMNF. Learn more at WMNFcar.org. Pride isn't just one day a year. That's why we're celebrating all year long. This is the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF Tampa Bay. Your head down on me. 
I'll be the one to hold you in my arms Whenever you're scared and lonely I'll keep you warm underneath the stars WMNF Tampa. Good morning. I hope everybody's having a fantastic morning. I certainly am. It's always a great one with my gaggle of gays. (laughs) (laughs) I am Chris Gorman. I am your show twink here on the Big Gay Radio Show. No, I just had it. I had a thought. He's like, I hope everybody's having a good day. Except you, Christina. Yeah, freaking Christina. (laughs) She knows what she did. Oh, my God. You know that's from the Mommy Dearest, right? That's so terrible. I do know somebody by the name of Christina that she knows what she did. I feel bad for all the Karens in the world. I know, yeah. Any woman named Karen right now, I mean, she's just... Jesus. Listen, if you're... She's going by a nickname now. Yeah. She's just Karen at this point. Yeah. You just, we got to find you another name, sis. If your name is Karen, it's time to change. Yeah. It's just not a popular name, especially in the gay community. It's like when you hear the word Karen, everybody just turns their head. Where? Where's she at? Where's the name's at? basically dropped off, I've uh, I heard. Like, I think it's like... Not being well, no, no, nobody's naming their no, kids Karen anymore. Nobody wants to be a Karen. Well, no. Remember at first it was Felicia. Felicia. Bye, bye Felicia. Felicia. Bye, Felicia. Felicia. <laughs> but bye, Felicia wasn't bad though. No. Because bye, Felicia was bye. You're leaving. When you're a Karen, you're a horrible person. Mm-hmm. Oh, what about uh, I mean, Sharkeisha? No. Oh, Sharkeisha. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a Karen is like a horrible person. It's it's yeah. a label that you give someone that's a 
you know, starting trouble, minding other people, worrying about other people's business. Entitled. Uh, entitled, racist, bigoted. Yeah. Uh, there, any of those can fit in there. Is, uh, is there a male equivalent? Just uh, sticking your finger in people's Ron. faces. I thought it was Ken. Is it Ken? Men are Kins. Yeah. Oh. Men, Karens and Kins. Mm-hmm. But we sometimes say a male Karen. Or we, we also do that. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know. I think Ron is a, is a more important. I haven't heard of a good Ron in a while. <laughs> Ken, I think Barbie. Yeah, that's what I I'm know. saying. So, yeah. We call Ken. We do say Ken. But, yeah. but, or, or, I, or, I, or I'll say a, a male Karen. I'll say, just a, but still, again, throwing that Karen back in. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, somebody who's by the name of Ron is going to call in and they're going to start swearing at us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I feel so bad for all the Karens in the world. You know what? We should just start changing the names. Like, you know, um, Johnson, you're a terrible person. Johnson. <laughs> no, I just, I don't know. I just, no, I don't know. But that's I'm going to just... go Johnson on you. <laughs> I mean, there's plenty of nicknames for things out there. I still, I still giggle at the name Dick, you know. Oh, God. It's it's just, anybody yeah. who says their name is Dick, I'm like. <laughs> yeah, it's just a weird name to have. <laughs> You well, know? Yeah, because we know it's short for Richard, but I understand that. But still, it just doesn't even. But it, it, we know what the Richard, other meaning is. How did Richard become end up being called Dick? Who who came up with the na- the two names? I don't. I don't. Yeah, know. I who, have short, no idea. who chose to shorten it to that? To that, I don't. I don't get it. So my it, name my my name is Esmeralda. Uh-huh. So my friends call me Esme. That makes sense. Dick Esme was chosen it, simply but, but, by rhyming names and nicknames that were popular at the time. And it rhymed with Rick, another ah, name for Richard. Oh. Okay, thank you. So it was Rick mm. and Richard. Um, and that's how he became and, Dick. Yeah, yeah. okay. Mm. Yeah, what a re- that's just not a great name either. But, yeah. you know, I get, I get it. I would rather be Dick than Karen. <laughs> I'm just telling you. If yeah. I had to choose right now, that name Karen just ooh. Yeah, it's just it. It's like you you say Karen and you're like, oh, okay, are you that Karen? Or is your name really Karen? Karen, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have any f- girlfriends named Karen. Oddly enough, I don't even have one. I, I haven't even heard one. of any really good drag names like that involve Karen. Just yeah, Karen from finance. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know if we have any Karens I know either. Yeah, it's okay. Professionally. No. Hmm. Anyways, Brian, what's our topic going to be next? Oh, what are y'all going to do for the special dads and daddies for this weekend? I was going to say bottom. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can do that to your daddy. Uh, My father passed away um, a year ago this past uh, March, so... Uh-huh. I'm not gonna yeah. do. It. I'm not gonna do anything on Father's Day. I'm just gonna think of him, and that's it. I yeah. miss my father a lot. Not a uh, not a uh, treat your mom to something. Uh, I don't want to even. I will treat my mother good as always, but I don't mm. even want to mention Father's Day to her because. Think it, that'll trigger? Yeah, she'll something? get very upset. Yeah, they were married mm-hmm. sixty five years. So. Wow. Jeez. So yeah, it would definitely set you know set something in emotion. I don't want even want to. Sometimes I talk about him and she gets she starts crying. Mm. So I change the conversation. Don't cry. You know, you know he's yeah. with God. He's in heaven. You know, we try to 
bring that into the equation, but it's hard. My dad was a great dad. Yeah. I, I, I sometimes wish he wouldn't have been a good father because really? that would make it easier. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he was really about as perfect of a human being as you can get. Yeah. And that's rough, man. It is. You know, because every father, he, you can think about your parents and think, like, I can't say my mom is perfect. Mm-hmm. My mom, I, I adore my mother, but she's definitely not perfect. Oh, but yeah. my dad was really perfect. Uh-huh. Like, there isn't anything about my father that I didn't like. He was like, he was just great in every sense of the word. Yeah. Oh, yeah, what you mean. Yeah, and that's hard. That uh, makes it really hard. I'm going to be honest, though. Yeah. I didn't even know it was Father's Day. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, like, like, God, I, I'll yeah. be real. That's, that's, that's kind of the mentality like, that I am on. That's why I feel and, like Mother's Day is more celebrated than Father's yeah, Day. Yeah, and if you yeah. have a, and if you do have a good dad, um, love up on your dad for people like me that can't love up on their dad anymore. You know, I wait until my phone notifies and, me. It's Father's <laughs> Day. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I, I see the same thing for moms. I, like, because I, my mom's deceased, yeah. so it's like. Love your mom Correct. where you don't have her anymore. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but at least for my dad, like uh, my dad and I are rebuilding a relationship. So it's, you know, he missed 16 years of my life. So <laughs> now I'm trying to make up, you know, since knowing, since re-knowing him since 2008. So it's been like, eh, we're not quite there yet because like like I said before, my dad never had a, a hand in raising me. So the, even when I came out to him, he was like, well, I never had a hand in raising you, but you turned out to be a great man. And I was like, despite, uh, it's like, I don't care that you're gay. <laughs> yeah. Did you commit any crimes? No. Okay. You're a good man. Yeah. It was literally his. That's a wonderful attitude to have. Yeah. And so um, that was the most thing I was fearful about. So like now that that's, you know, everything like, yeah, uh, I mean, I'll probably give him a call. Uh, he lives in Miami, so I'm like, yeah. And plus, he became a grand. <laughs> I never told you guys this, or maybe I told some of you guys this, but I just became an uncle. Yeah, oh, you told uncle. me. Congratulations, yeah. my friend. Thanks. Uh, in um, January, he was born in January. But um, yeah, not from the sister that I thought. <laughs> so like yeah so i have an older sister she's five years older than me and i have a younger sister who is my dad's daughter um she's my stepsister um she's 18 and so she just had a child at 18 oh, and wow. so that's why i say oh wrong kind of wrong sister but and i just i i had a discussion with my dad about this i'm like well how did you feel because she kept the pregnancy and so yeah it, it it was just, there's a whole bunch of stipulations to it. But, yeah, I became a grandfather. I just became an uncle. And I'm like, ooh, okay. <laughs> well, I do want to give a couple shout-outs real quick. Um, we do have at least one Ron listening. They just <laughs> messaged in saying that we have Ron listening. They just <laughs> messaged in saying that we have one at least one Ron listening right now. Um, and that they said that they're not going to call in and start swearing and that they love the show. Um, Thank you, Ron. And then they went on to say, I understand a certain fascist governor, so they understand. So yeah. shout out to Ron and Zephyr Hills. We love you, even though your name is Ron. <laughs> but, you know, I, isn't Ron short for Ronald? Yeah. yeah. And I, I like the name Ronald. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think it's a nice name. Ronald is a nice name. I also want to give another shout out. Shout out to my parents. They have been very big supporters of the Big Gay Radio Show. Aww. So if if I am going to do anything for this Father's Day, shout out to my dad. 
Oh, how about you, Alex? My dad is probably listening. So if you're listening, turn this down for a second. <laughs> because the uh, the salt and pepper shakers I bought you that you wanted on Amazon will not be a surprise anymore. <laughs> but um, I always say that like my sister is the son my dad wanted, and I'm the daughter that my mother wanted. Um, but I just might bite the bullet and go fishing with my dad. I'm not sure. Oh, you'll um, probably love that. And by fishing, I'll lay on the front of the boat and just get a nice tan while he's like, oh, I got one. <laughs> he would probably love that a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's yeah. great. Well, that's Lots a, of plan. That was a fun topic. Yeah. Good topic, Brian. I'm yeah. proud of you on that well, one. Also, there's another holiday on Monday. and We'll um, go and do that after uh, this next segment. We got to do the legal idea and then go into a little bit of music. Okay. All right, so this is uh, going to be the legal identification and uh, shares love and understanding right here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa, the big gay radio show. Top of the morning. We are WMNF Tampa. Listen on air at 88.5 FM, online at WMNF.org, and on the free WMNF app. Now here's more of the big gay radio show on 88.5 WMNF Tampa.
is the Big Gay Radio Show, only on 88.5 WMNF.
Pride isn't just one day a year. That's why we're celebrating all year long. This is the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF Tampa Bay. I'm a Barbie girl in the Barbie world. Life in plastic, it's fantastic. You can brush my hair, undress me everywhere. Imagination, life is your creation. and this is your LGBTQIA plus news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In Arizona, Arizona Governor Katie Hobbs has vetoed a Republican-sponsored legislation to restrict use of public school restrooms by transgender students. The veto was among several the Democratic governor made on Thursday. Under the bill, public schools in Arizona would have to establish other accommodations for a student who refused to use a multi-occupancy bathroom or changing area of the gender they were assigned at birth. The bill would have also applied to sleeping quarters on school-sponsored overnight trips. Republican lawmakers argue that the legislation would protect children, but Hobbs disagrees and has previously said she would not support any legislation that targets LGBTQ plus youth. Last month, Hobbs vetoed a bill that would have compelled schools not to refer to transgender students by the names or pronouns they identify with. LGBTQ plus rights have become a target in GOP-majority state legislators like Arizona. In New York, a group of three men allegedly damaged multiple rainbow pride flags on December
display at New York City's Stonewall National Monument over the weekend in what police are investigating as a possible hate crime. The New York City Police Department confirmed Monday that it is investigating the incident. It also tweeted surveillance footage of the three men walking near the monument, which is located in Manhattan's Greenwich Village, and asked for the public's assistance in identifying them. The Stonewall National Monument, where the vandalism took place, is across the street from the Stonewall Inn, an iconic LGBTQ plus location that was the site of a June 1969 uprising that is widely considered to be a turning point in the modern gay rights movement. The bar and the nearby Christopher Park became a national monument in the first LGBTQ plus space to hold landmark status in New York City in 2016. The vandalism comes amid Pride Month, a worldwide annual commemoration of the 1969 protests and celebration of lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender individuals during the month of June. It also coincides with a surge in similar anti-LGBTQ plus demonstrations across the nation throughout the last year. A recent report by the Crowd Counting Consortium, a research group that tracks the size of political protests, found that there have been an average of 39 anti-LGBTQ plus protests nationwide each month since June 2022, compared with just three per month from January 2017th through May 2022. In Lakeland, Polk Pride signature Pride in the Park will return June 17th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., celebrating the region's LGBTQ plus community just days after Polk County commissioners rejected a Pride Month proclamation for the first time in five years. Organized by the Lakeland Youth Alliance and P-Flag of Polk County, Polk Pride is dedicated to the awareness and acceptance of the LGBTQ plus community in Polk County, Florida. This year's festivities promising something for every member of the family began June 10th. For more information, please visit the Big Gay Radio Show's Facebook page. Please remember to treat each other and yourself with kindness. That has been your LGBTQ plus news. For the Big Gay Radio Show, I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi everyone and happy Pride Month. This is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. Saturday the 17th, St. Pete Pride presents Shades of Pride, a Juneteenth celebration at the factory in St. Pete with special guest T.S. Madison. Also, tickets are available now for the Stonewall Reception being held on Wednesday the 21st at the James Museum. Get all the Pride info at stpeepride.org. This week at Metro, tonight at 7 p.m., Thursdays are for tea. Let's spill it on sex, health, and relationships at the Metro and Central Avenue in St. Pete. Then on June 17th, virtual yoga class via Zoom starting at 9, or if you prefer in-person yoga, they meet on the 19th at Metro St. Pete location starting at 6. Get more info at metrotampabay.org. All month, the Fairground St. Pete has its Pride Immersive Experience. This mesmerizing display of cosmic colors is surrounded by the works of over 70 local and international artists. There are interactive experiences and great photo opportunities celebrating all the colors of the rainbow. Get tickets and info at fairgrounds.art. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. More info at tampabaygay.com. Wow, now that's a big RV. But when's the last time you used it? Just imagine all the room you'll gain when you move that motorhome, RV, or other vehicle getting in the way. WMNF accepts cars, trucks, RVs, and more as a form of support. Plus, donating is easy and the pickup is free. Go to WMNFcar.org for more. What happens when you mix two gay guys and a trans woman? Obviously, you get the best gay radio show in Tampa Bay. This is the Big Gay Radio Show, only on 88.5 WMNF. Radio Club. Jennifer, J-Lo. Now 
Hey, this is Latrice Royale from RuPaul's Drag Race, and you're listening to the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF. <laughs> Touches her nirvana. Feels like I've been waiting for forever and the night to get this chance. Come get this dance. But all she wanna do is all she wanna do is. All she wanna do is dance. All I wanna do is get up on her. Got me in the palm of my hands. All I wanna touch is her nirvana. Feels like I've been waiting for forever and the night to get this chance. But all she wanna do is all she wanna do is. WMNF Tampa. My name is Christopher Gorman. I am your show twink here on the Big Gay Radio Show. I am joined by my beautiful friends, Miss Esme Russell. Hello. 
And uh, the uh, bodacious, beautiful Brian Hankson. Hi. Hi. So we're changing our voices now, Brian. Is that it? Yes. He wants to impress. Mm-hmm. I did this on your birthday. Remember? He did, and <laughs> it made my balls drop a little bit. Wow. Wow. Anyways, we are also joined by Alex Quinto. Oh, what's up? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Y'all. Deep voice off. I'm not ready for this. <laughs> it is too damn early. I don't want to deal with that. Um. Anyways, Esme. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> All right, I'm leaving right here, right now. Come join us, Chris. I can't. I'm not doing it. Yeah, you can. No, I'm not. Not doing hey, it. If I can do it, y'all can definitely do it. Esme is coming out here with oh. the uh, the Avatar voice. Oh my goodness! Oh, that was such a great movie. Yeah, you whipped it out during it. <laughs> it's on. It's on HBO now. Is it now? Well, it's on Disney Plus too. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's so oh. good. It's just so good. Yeah. I've seen it so many times because every time I see it, I get something else out of it. Mm. Uh, yeah. I've gotten a lot that. out of it this time. Like the second time that I saw it, I got that. And I, yesterday, I saw it for the third time. And you, you say that it's a different experience streaming it as opposed to the IMAX version, oh, right? Oh, yeah. There's no question about it. Just because of the bigness of everything, especially the underwater stuff. Oh, my God. It was just so incredible. This <laughs> is so incredible. Anyways, Mr. Bodacious Brian, what is our next topic? Oh, our, uh, I didn't know I was going to give you the next. I well, told you. First of all, I was going to uh, allude to that uh, Juneteenth is on the night. Is, uh, all right, uh, um, it's on Monday. So we have a full circle holiday weekend when it comes to Father's Day and Juneteenth. So uh, just wanted to put that out there. Yes. Uh. Yes. Uh, I mean, <laughs> didn't really have too many more pockets, uh, or topics rather. Any more um, pockets? Pockets. Sorry, pockets, topics, you know. Like so. so, I don't know. Maybe All I right, can go well, to this one. All right, well, let's go ahead and go Maybe back into can... Alex no. real quick. Okay. So, Alex Quinto. Yes? My question to you is uh, um, when you can think of the most prominent change in terms of the legislative session, um, what is the thing that kind of comes to mind when you when you hear the 2023 legislative or uh, Florida uh, legislative session, what comes to mind? Like what's going to change in the school? Yeah. Like what what are you afraid of this upcoming semester um, as opposed to what you experienced this previous semester? I think one of the things that worries me is that we are going to possibly see a loss of a lot of brilliant and dedicated educators because of this, um, especially when it comes to censoring who they are as people if they can't be themselves as educators in their own classrooms um, and not be able to have important conversations with their students it's going to make things very difficult not only that that they're not getting paid worth crap preach like <laughs> that that's the other driving factor like who would want to get paid starvation wages to be told what you can and cannot believe in and be told what you cannot and can and cannot act as as a, as a teacher. Correct. 
you know, it, it would make sense if we were dealing with, you know, uh, salaries of $100,000 or something along those lines. But these are individuals who are just barely making over $40,000, if Correct. that. Mm-hmm. So for them to sacrifice their monetary value to teach your children as opposed to doing literally anything else. Mm-hmm. I, I made the anecdote to um, my theater teacher when I was a senior that um, if I was working full time, I'd be making about as much as she is. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm thinking that, that's so sad to think about because um, you shouldn't be, as a student, making the same as your teacher. Correct. And these teachers and educators, like, they pay for so much more than like what this school gives them when it comes to supplies. I know teachers that donate money to kids, go out and buy them pairs of shoes and clothes and have given money to families that have fallen on hard times. And this is coming out of their pockets. You know, they're not, they're not getting this directly from the county or from the state. They're, they're bending over to back backwards to make sure that these kids have their needs met like basic human needs too and that's the thing is that these people are attempting to do like do away with programs such as um the free or reduced health or excuse me free or reduced lunch Mm -hmm. and all that things the things that very much these kids need to have otherwise the one meal a day that they have are going to be stripped away from them Mm -hmm. so it's it's extremely scary for, for me to, to look at, at the entirety, at, at least from an outside perspective. And I couldn't imagine from you being within the schools because um, we were very privileged in terms of our education um, over the last couple years. It hasn't been overtly terrible in terms of the Florida education sphere. Um, yes, we deal with the uh, various aspects of uh, standardized testing and, and the terrible the effects of that but i would honestly i would take as standard testing as possible if it means that you guys can be who you want to be as an educator so i am appreciative of the work that that you thank you thank you yeah i just think you know a lot of people feel fear and anger but it's what we do that now and that we continue to work to not only protect ourselves but protect these children make sure they are able to continue to flourish and be themselves and blossom and amazing human beings are going to absolutely let's go to a little bit of music this song is dedicated brian this is bottom right here on 88.5 wmnf tampa the big gay radio show
We're on Instagram. Follow Big Gay Radio Show. I don't know what's gonna bring you down. I don't know what's gonna bring you down. listening to the only LGBTQ radio show in Tampa Bay. The Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF.
You're listening to the only LGBTQ radio show in Tampa Bay. The Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF. Okay, so I don't know about you. I've got some demons I've been trying to hide. I found a skeleton in my room. It told me, why'd you have to leave me to die? Cause I see you. Yeah, I see you. Catching up on them trains When I move up I feel it pulling me back All this pressure All of this pain I can't help falling I'm about to collapse Don't hurt me now Trying to climb inside of my head I can't go easy into my tomb Not gonna let you make it back from the dead Cause I see you Yeah, I see you Think I lost my mind Went to light my cigarette Then I pulled my knife Memories that I forgot Coming back to life I can hear my shadow cry When I turn off the lights I've been running from my past Think I lost my mind Went to light my cigarette Then I pulled my knife Memories that I forgot Coming back to life I can hear my shadow cry When I turn off the lights When I turn off the lights, 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 when I turn off the Oh, oh, oh. 
Tampa Bay, this is Christopher Gorman, your show twink with the Big Gay Radio Show. In an effort to promote good mental health, here's your good LGBTQIA plus news from around the country and right here in Tampa Bay. In St. Petersburg, the Tampa Bay Rays held their 17th annual Pride Night June 10th, losing 4-8 against the Texas Rangers, but advocating for equality throughout the game. Tropicana Field hosted a crowd of almost 19,000 Pride and sports enthusiasts this year, with a portion of certain ticket sales benefiting local nonprofits. The ceremonial first pitch was thrown by retired Major League Baseball umpire Dale Scott, who made history when he came out in 2014, and St. Pete Pride was awarded a large grant ahead of this year's celebration. For pictures, visit the Big Gay Radio Show's Facebook page. In national news, President Joe Biden and First Lady Dr. Jill Biden on Saturday welcomed more than 1,000 guests to the largest Pride Month celebration ever hosted at the White House. Both President Biden and First Lady Dr. Jill Biden gave a speech at the event. We're not here to be courageous, even though for so many of you, just coming to this event is an act of bravery. Today, we are here to find joy. I want to send a message to the entire community, especially to transgender children. You are loved. You are heard. You are understood. And you belong. In Sarasota, Project Pride kicked off Pride Month with the return of the Grand Carnival June 3rd, setting the tone for Silver Pride June 10th and other festivities planned throughout June. The gala welcomed local philanthropists, politicians, and other supporters for the shiniest ball of them all. In addition to local performers, entertainment included headliners Ada Vox and Z Machine. In entertainment, Tony Awards history was made Sunday when Alex Noel and Jay Harrison Gee became the first non-binary individuals to win Tonys for acting as the Broadway community forged ahead despite a Hollywood writer's strike that left the theater's biggest night without a script. A total of 26 Tony Awards were handed out Sunday for a season that had 40 new productions, 15 musicals, 24 plays, and a special engagement during the first post-pandemic full season. Jay Harrison G. had this to say when accepting their Tony. For every trans, non-binary, gender non-conforming human, whoever was told you couldn't be, you couldn't be seen, this is for you. Please remember to treat each other and yourself with kindness. That has been your good LGBTQIA plus news. For the Big Gay Radio Show, I'm Christopher Gorman on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Hi, everyone, and happy Pride Month. This is Dave Borman with your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. Saturday the 17th, St. Pete Pride presents Shades of Pride, a Juneteenth celebration at the factory in St. Pete with special guest T.S. Madison. Also, tickets are available now for the Stonewall Reception being held on Wednesday the 21st at the James Museum. Get all the Pride info at stpeepride.org. This week at Metro, tonight at 7 p.m., Thursdays are for tea. Let's spill it on sex, health, and relationships at the Metro and Central Avenue in St. Pete. Then on June 17th, virtual yoga class via Zoom starting at 9, or if you prefer in-person yoga, they meet on the 19th at Metro St. Pete location starting at 6. Get more info at metrotampabay.org. All month, the Fairground St. Pete has its Pride Immersive Experience. This mesmerizing display of cosmic colors is surrounded by the works of over 70 local and international artists. There are interactive experiences and great photo opportunities celebrating all the colors of the rainbow. Get tickets and info at fairgrounds.art. This has been your Tampa Bay Gay Community Calendar. More info at tampabaygay.com. 
WMNF 88.5 is excited to announce our annual Juneteenth celebration. Monday, June 19th, we will be having a potluck open house from 5 to 9 p.m. An historical portrayal of Frederick Douglass by me, Donald L. Dorish Jr., station tours and special all-day programming. Come help us honor this national holiday and have the opportunity to meet programmers and connect with others in the community. For more information, call 813-238-8001 or go online to WMNF.org. And lastly, like Frederick Douglass would say himself, agitate, agitate, agitate. This is the Big Gay Radio Show on 88.5 WMNF. It's a long drive, long way. Go anywhere in the world despite the way. Baby, I don't mind the way. You got the same door, new pain. Make it worthwhile when I hold you now and again. Can I hold you now and again? Cause baby, I'm lost in the real estate Of your mind is my favorite place I'm buying my own space Tear it down just to renovate I'm lost in the real estate Of your mind is my favorite place I'm buying my own space Tear it down just to renovate been a long time, long day, spend anything on you despite the change, baby I don't mind the change, you got the same floor, no stain, make it worthwhile when I see you now and again, can I see you now and again, cause baby I'm WMNF Tampa. My name is Christopher Gorman. I have been your show twink here on the Big Gay Radio Show for the last three hours. It is the almost the end of our time here. Slow burn should be setting up anytime now. I am joined by my you know, energetic gaggle of gays. I was thinking about his name. Slow burn. Yeah, I think that that name would be great for a superhero. What it? Oh. Yeah. Well, I can see that. Right? Slow burn. Something about that. Would his superpower be like slowing time down? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I, I'm not sure what his superpower would be. 
Opposite but I last. just like the name. You know, it yeah. sounds like something that would have somebody would have or or, or an X Men. He's super slow. <laughs> he sparks slow up one joint at a time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, feels like something opposite the Flash. It would have to be something opposite the Flash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, I am joined by my gaggle of gays, Miss Esme Russell and Brian Hinkson. Hello. Yeah. Hi, y'all. Hi. Hi. And we have also been joined by a super important guest, Alex Quinto, one of the three St. Pete Pride Grand Marshals. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks all so much for having me. This was so much fun. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to have you. I hope you were enthralled with the experience. I was <laughs> very much. <laughs> well, Miss Esme Russell, I'm going to call you out real quick. Girl, the way you looking at me. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what you're gonna say. No, I was just gonna ask you, uh, what's on the what's on your gay agenda this week? Well, I have to work uh, tomorrow night at Bradley's for the uh, contest. They got a strip contest, and then they have the regular show mm-hmm. Thursday night. Then Friday night, I'm at Bradley's, two shows, and then Saturday night, I'm in Lakeland at the Parrot. Mm. And the then oldest gay bar in Florida. Uh, the oldest gay bar and the long, longest running, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And the and then on Sunday I'm at uh, Show Bar, performing at six o'clock right. in the evening. That's really cool, nice. Alex. What's your gay agenda mm-hmm. like this My week? My gay agenda. Um, let's see. The 21st is when my gay agenda starts back up, and I will be at the Stonewall reception for St. Pete Pride. Um, and then you can catch Alice Marie Grip at Southern Nights that evening for the semifinals. Um, and then I will be at the Pride concert on Friday with Idina Menzel, um, which is going to be amazing. Saturday, I will be leading the St. Pete Pride parade, so look for me popping my head outside of a Jeep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is all next week, right? Yeah, that's okay. next week. This right, week, gotta go. <laughs> this okay. week is a rest this, week. Yeah, this week yeah. I just gotta get myself prepped and ready for uh, all the walking and talking next week. Yes. All right. Brian, are you doing anything fun this week? Let's see. Tacos tomorrow. Tacos. Um, <laughs> let's see. Yeah. I got pasta on the mind. <laughs> pasta? Pasta? Yeah, I got pasta. Uh, yeah, um, nothing much for me. I've been hard at work on some graphics, thanks to you. Mm. Um, let's see, sa- Saturday, nothing much really. I'm, I'm a little You're being boring. lazy? No, I feel that. I'm not even lazy. It's more so boring because this was all filled with work and maybe some softball and, you know. I yeah. feel that. I uh... And then calling my dad on Father's Day and... Yeah. yeah, I'm not planning on doing too much this next week because I got plans to prep for. Oh, there's slow. Hi, slow. Uh, uh, I got plans for um, the big gay bingo uh, that we've uh, been working on, yes. um, which has been sponsored by the Tampa Bay Lightning and Cox Media Group, um, as well as Tampa Bay Gay decided to um, help sponsor uh, tickets to um, Pride Bowling. Um, nice. So that was that's a good one right. there. So it's, it's going to be a fun experience. That's going to be yeah. at Quench Lounge on June twenty seventh at eight p.m. Hosted by Alexis De La Mer. We should ask Slow Burn what his superpower is going to be. 
Yeah. I wonder if he can hear us. You don't think he can hear us? I wonder. No. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think yeah. the mic's on or, or the, the speaker's on over there. I would love to ask him what he could be. I would, yeah, it's fine. I, I, wanna, I, wanna, I don't want to pick his superpower for him. Well, for the last three <laughs> minutes, why don't we go around and say what superpower that we would have, and starting with Brian. Oh, put me on the spot. Yep. I, I've always loved to fly, so. You want to fly? I like fly and, um, I don't know. <laughs> what did we say? X-ray vision? No, I don't want X-ray vision. That's too much. I don't know. I want to fly. I've always wanted to fly. What would x-ray vision even do for you, though? I mean, other than, like, seeing into, like, people's pockets and stuff like that, seeing what people are carrying well, on to them. You can always see like, through buildings. You can always see through, you know, well, But for like what that. purpose? Why know. do you need to see through a building? I don't know. Just go through the building. I would like to have the powers of Sue Storm. Ah, invisible woman. So and, I, so she has the ability to become invisible, obviously, but she also can create force fields, and she can create force fields to move objects and herself. So she can create one around herself and then fly through the air and move within the force field, right? Yeah. And she can move others. Like so I can create, a, if I had that power, I could make a force field and all of us could fly. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So yeah, she have, she's got a great power. I think like her power is really... Okay. And, and and a comic book, Sue Storm, not that movie version that was kind of... Yeah. I hope that Marvel, now that they're doing Fantastic Four, they make her like in the comic book. She was very powerful. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Like that, yeah. extremely powerful. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. I was going to say telekinesis, but mine was not to lift people up. I just like don't want to reach for the remote. I just want to be able to like have it <laughs> yeah. come to me so I can change the well, channel. Well, can force fields yeah. to do that. Yeah. Or like turn the lights off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to say like 11 for uh, telekinesis or carry telekinesis. <laughs> mm, yeah. I kind of like that, but minus the pig blood from Carrie. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I'd like uh, mental manipulation. I'd like the ability to get people to do what I want. So you would be like Dr. Uh, Professor X. Charles yes. Xavier, yeah. Charles mm -hmm. Xavier, yeah. Very much so. I can see how that could be a problem sometimes. Well, the main because, reason why is because the Republicans like being meanies all oh, the time, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. We could get them to get on I, our side I and I love when us. he would get into somebody's mind and talk for them, mm -hmm. and then Magneto would go... I know, I know it's you in there, yeah. right? <laughs> I love that. Well, and, um, I just wanted to say for the last 25 seconds, thank you guys so much for supporting the Big Gay Radio Show as well as during our fun drive and all of our events and everything. We very much appreciate all the support that we are given for our show and as well as for WMNF. So thank you so much for supporting us. We appreciate and love you. You are loved here at the Big Gay Radio Show, the most accepting show on FM radio. So thank you guys and bye. bye.